Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, we've got producer, uh, beatmaster, uh, hip hop artist, even. Uh, he just uh, reigned victorious at the Cream City Beat Battle Volume 2 just a couple weeks ago. Uh, he came in first place. And um, he's got quite a story to tell. Um, he's He does. Uh, live uh, beat pad uh, drumming, um, which is, you know, what stole the show away that night. And uh, I'm excited to hear all about what he's got um, working on right now, all about his artistry and why he does what he does. So, Mecca Malo, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Wow, man. And it's good to see you, dude. No doubt, no doubt. How's your day go going so far? It's going good. It's going on. What'd you do? <clears throat> Today? Yeah. Uh, pretty much woke up, <clears throat> you know, ate, you know, I did my regular daily routine stuff. I just did some um, some online stuff, pretty much working on the website, nice. stuff like that. Good shit, man. Yeah, dude. So far, you know, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, you're eating your lunch just now. Yeah, yeah, I was eating my lunch. It's just a bag of peanuts. Some peanuts, yeah. Um, good. Peanuts are they're really good for you, honestly. No, man. no, just something, something light. You know, yeah. Something. Yeah, nothing real major. Yeah, for I sure. I might, I might go. Um, since I'm near, I might go to the co-op after this and probably grab something from over there. Yeah, I got you, man. Yeah, it's. Uh, are you staying warm? Yeah, for the most part. God, I <laughs> fucking hate this, dude. I, I, I try not. Now I'm like trying my hardest not to leave the house when I don't have to. Um, but so I'm staying in here. Yeah. As, as much as I can, but trying to be productive inside. Right. You know, so that's right. what it helps with that, though. And that's the sort of the blessing of, of winter is that it lets people stay inside and work on shit. So try yeah. to do that for sure. Well done. Yeah, man. So, uh, so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And um, yeah, man, I had heard of you uh, for quite some this whole past year, you know, I've like, uh, it's, I've been uh, getting immersed in the Milwaukee music scene, and I had seen your name come up a bunch, but then like we hadn't actually met in person until uh, that Cream City uh, beat battle uh, wow. over at Company Brewing. Wow. Um, got to talk to you a little bit after the show for breaking and entering. I uh, got to hear a little bit about your story, and I gotta say, man, it gave me chills to hear just kind of like, you know what this year has meant to you and like how you know you really like bounced back mm -hmm. after some time away from it and into making music and I gotta say dude just like you know congratulations once again on winning that thing because that was a stiff competition thank you man. I appreciate it you're welcome yeah man how did you like um, how did you feel the next morning I feel great you know, I felt like, you know, thing is with me, like, you know, victories like that, you know, you work so hard for it, you know, you want to, you know, you want to celebrate a little bit, but you want to just go on to the next thing, you know what I'm saying? I don't ever want to get too comfortable in moments, you know, my thing is, okay, how am I going to rec recreate that moment and 
you know, do something else, you know, so. But, you know, I, no, I still felt great. Excuse me. I, no, I felt great to be mentioned among, among other beat battle champions like Godzilla, you know, uh, 40 Mil, Jahad Barakas, you know, uh, Reason. Um, mm -hmm. That guy, Eli. A whole bunch of people, yeah, yeah you know, just. Um, and I, that was my third battle, you know what I'm saying? That was my third beat battle. The first two beat battles was, uh, one was in St. Louis, and then the month after that it was in Las Vegas. The one in St. Louis, I was like third place. Las Vegas, I was second place. You know, I made it to the final round. Me and this dude named Berto Beats, he had the NPC studio, you know. And then, you know, I come back home, my first beat battle here, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I get first place and then just, and just just to be able to um, battle Godzilla first round was crazy. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, the, he uh, yeah he won the first uh, Cream City yeah. battle, and yeah. like I got to talk to him a little bit like after the show, and like what was really cool about that battle was how like it was kind of a battle of generations almost because him and Spice got made it to the final round, and like. Spice is kind of like the new kid on the block. Yeah, you know, people have been messing with him a lot this past year. Yeah, you know he's really really dope. Um, I knew him before he was even Spice guy, which is funny. But he doesn't like when I tell people his real name. Um, but uh, <laughs> he, um, yeah, but it was that was also really intense. Uh, but Godzilla, man, like he's been doing this for decades. He's a legend. Bro. Yeah, he's a legend, man. You know, he's he's a legend. I don't and like that's. No, like, I don't really, I, I kind of wear that victory a little bit, but I don't wear it as much because I know that it was last minute for Godzilla. I know that wasn't a fully prepared Godzilla, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I don't really, I celebrate the win, don't get me wrong, but it's like me knowing that that wasn't a fully prepared Godzilla. He yeah. took the battle that day, you know yeah. what I mean, at like 3 a.m., Got the call like, hey, can you replace? I think the guy name was Ex Ex Extendo or something. Yeah. And just so happened that was where I, that that's where I'm at at the bracket. So, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I like like I said, it all goes back to I think what what really because my first beat was messed up, you know, because of the sound or whatever. So, the second beat really did it, and I think the main reason is because people never really seen that before. They was like, okay, that's that's a performance. I think just my performance, mm -hmm. just that is what really got me to the next round and really carried me throughout yeah. the whole turn. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, like a lot of everyone else, you know, kind of just like presses play and just yeah. vibes to it, uh, which is fine. You know, that's just what people are used to doing. But yeah, you were, you know, drumming and, right. you know, you were like, <laughs> I remember I was standing by somebody uh, that like dur during one of your uh, beats like I was standing next to somebody and he goes man he didn't have to do that man you didn't have to do that bro why you do that <laughs> and I was it was so funny because um, it was just really entertaining kind of but yeah. what, what you were just saying like the performance aspect of it right, it's right. like you know it just caught people so off guard you know that you would bring, you know, such a fierce and, you know, unapologetic unique uh, way of, you know, showcasing what you do. Because we saw some really diverse 
artistry that night from a lot of competitors that right. night. You know, there was that one guy, I forgot what his name was, but he was like doing like the like the metal and like the rock remixes and stuff and mm-hmm. that shit was really awesome too. Um, Zachary, uh, HTML was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was just, it was overall like some of the most creative and innovative uh, production I've seen in a long time that night. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. I was so caught up in the zone, man. It was. I was so honestly like, like when I'm battling, but I, I wasn't really. I wasn't even paying attention to who I was battling, man. I was so much in the zone, man. It was yeah. like, okay, this. I was always thinking about the next beat I'm gonna play. Yeah. The pads. What's what's on each pad and. I mean, I'll listen to the beat they play, like, okay, bet. It's like playing Magic or something like that. Yeah. You got cars to play and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's all you can do, really, yeah. when you're in that, in that, when all that adrenaline is pumping, you're like, what the fuck am I going to do to be right. the best that, you know? Right. <laughs> so it's like a lot of people, like, I, I don't even remember everybody I battled, man. Like, I remember calling because that was the last joint. Yeah. And I remember Godzilla, of course. I think I battled somebody else. I know I battled. Did I battle Zachary H. Yeah. Too? Yeah, you did. I battled him. Was that Godzilla? Yeah, I think that that I battled him too. I battled him. Man, he is. I battled him in the second round. Intense too. I battled. Okay, Godzilla, him, then H. Then Zachary H. Timel, then uh, Cullen. That's okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's just that was. One of the most fun nights I've had in a long time. But hope I can get back, man. Um, I, I know I, I, I honestly think, you know, uh, and one of my fellow Padmaster teammates kind of pointed it out too. Like, you know, whoever won the last one should always come back. Like, oh yeah, know, I think it was one of those things where Godzilla should have been in it anyway. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I. I I feel like at the end of the day that just makes the most sense yeah. um yeah for sure but yeah man so i'd love to hear a little bit more about your own background with music like uh when did you start finding music as like a creative outlet for yourself growing up uh man i was five or six or something like that yeah long time um i was playing drums on pots and pans Oh yeah. My mom's pots and pans using the, like those little long thread needle things. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call those joints. It's like the long, like the long needles, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't even have real drumsticks, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, my whole life has been music. Um, stepfather played the guitar. He played. The, he played a lot of blues records. Played the guitar and the harmonica at the same time. He had the harness and all that. Uh, my, my my auntie played the bass guitar. My grandmother, you know, um, played the organ at church. I used to always have to go over there and <laughs> listen to her play the organ at church and all that. Yeah, for sure. Everybody having the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to go to my aunties. The days have like practices, like these choir practices. It's always been into music, man. And then, um, I went to uh, Grand Avenue Middle School and they had a recording studio up, up up in there. You know, I've always been in the band. 
always been in band through elementary, middle school, high school, whatever. I used to go up in there and record songs and stuff like sure. that. So, mm -hmm. and, um, and um, rest in peace, Puff. You know, um, he pretty much got me. And we like, you no, know, he had a label called Mad Black Entertainment back in the day. He kind of brought me in, taught me how to use the DR5 and all that stuff. How old was I? Like 11, 12? Like 10, 10, 10, 11, 12. And, you know, so from there I just, you know, started using the DR5, then got hit to the Tritons and the Phantoms and the NPCs and all that. And, yeah. So I've been doing music. It's hard for me to really pinpoint when this and that because music has always been in my blood. <clears throat> totally. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I know you do some, uh, your, you do hip hop music too, like you, you rap, right? Yeah. 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 Um, you're talking do about a little song. Yeah, <laughs> thing or two. Um, were you kind of growing up? When did rapping start being a thing for you too? Like when I was twelve, eleven, twelve. I recorded my first song um, called "Ghetto Lifestyles" with my homeboy Aaron back in the day. So yeah, I recorded my first song on a uh, it was like an eight track Tascam cassette recorder, like eight track digital Tascam cassette joint. Nice. Made to be on the DR5. The teacher that we had at the time, Mr. Morozak, he played the keys and we recorded that joint. That was my first joint. Oh yeah. But um, you know, just listening to Nas and. Nas, I think Nas the artist that made me want to rap. Nas and Pops, two artists that made me want to rap. If I name three, Nas, Pac, and Ice Cube, sorry. Nas, Pac, and Ice Cube, it's like, oh, I got to rap. Yeah. <laughs> when did you start, like, performing your music out to people? Like, were you, like, uh, doing a lot of shows? No shows, it was elementary. I started performing in elementary school in the band. You know what I'm saying? And middle school, throughout that, like, I was in marching band for like five years. We used to like, you know, go to different cities and states. Like I went on tour with the marching band. It's my first tour. The marching band. The marching band tour. Band camp. Remember? Oh, but no, nah, but um, you know, I did that. You know, I played the snare. You know, um, yeah. So I, I, so I've always been performing. Like even before the rap shit, like always been performing. I didn't start performing with the rap shit until like. Like really like performing, performing to like two, early 2000s, to 2001, 2002. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you now? <laughs> I'm 35. Oh wow. Damn. 35. You're a, lot of, you're a lot older than I thought you were. Yeah man, you know, it's found the youth man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's funny because everyone thinks I'm a ton older than yeah. I am. Guess how old I am? Like 30? <laughs> See? Man, it's been happening so much lately, bro. What are you like 20 something? I'm gonna be 24 in January. That's that beard, it's bro. It's the beard, man. It's the beard, man. Beard. It's definitely the beard because when I don't have the beard, like, I look so much more my age. But people have been guessing I'm in my 30s lately. Mm. But, um, for sure. So, um, so damn. So you've been in the, you've been in the scene for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me what uh, I guess like the evolution of your your own like rap career. Um, 
I just released, I just re-released a lot of the old stuff for, for streaming platforms. Nice. A lot of my old joints that's, that wasn't on Apple Music and all that. I don't know, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, I got different styles of music out, you know, it kind of, you can kind of hear what I was going through at the time. Mm-hmm. Something I got to listen to, man. Look me up on Spotify, Mecca Milo. I got Haters Capital up there. I got uh, Suicide Bomber up there. Devil on my shoulders up there. I'm trying to get Fatherless America up there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I got you, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's one of those things. People just gotta listen to that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so, um, so Suicide Bomber. Um, yeah. That is. Did you just release this? Well, I released it years ago. I'm Re-released just, it. I would say, like you know, even um now more so than, than ever, just um, reinventing myself as a producer again. Like ever since I've been doing this music here in the mill, nobody really knew me as a producer, even though that's how I started. So, you know, when I met, uh, it's a producer named Adlib, back in the day, we had a crew called United Nations. So when I met Adlib, he wasn't making beats like that. And then, um, you know, I taught him how to use the DR5 or whatever, showed him some stuff, and then he, he was making beats. So I kind of fell off from making beats. Excuse me, I kind of fell back from, back from making beats as I started rapping, rapping over his. So we got a whole bunch of projects out, a whole bunch of uh, songs songs out together of just him you know, pr- producing beats. So like, for a whole decade, I wasn't making beats. Mm-hmm. And my close friend D, always told me like bro you need to get back to making beats get back to making beats and i was like yeah and he always had like these npcs like bro use use this one use that one i was like yeah you know and then when i did that little six months in jail you know he's always like i talked to him on the phone like bro when you get out you gotta start making beats again bro your, your beast used to be fired this and that so when i got out he gave me the npc live yeah and then um you know everything's you know yeah, they started yeah. Trans- transforming from there. So basically, like, you know, that's really the real evolution. I think now I, I, I done reached the point to where I'm able to make beats and rap at a high high level together. And that's one thing that I didn't do. So that's why I'm coming out with this album where I'm pr- producing the entire album and, you know, writing writing lyrics and all that. And so I'm showing people. And then, then on top of that, being able to pr- produce for other artists. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that nobody never seen me do before. So this is one of the biggest evolutions right now because I'm pretty much reinventing myself completely as an artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And there's certain things that are in place now that wasn't in place all those other decades of me rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's certain certain business things put in place. You know, I have more money to 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 invest now. Yeah. You know, in knowing know what I'm doing. Um, you know, traveling a lot more. I never traveled this much with my music in my life. <clears throat> so, you know, this is pretty much the the um, this is the big bang right here. You know yeah, right. This is the this is like the the peak right, right now. Yeah, it's 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 the peak before the peak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. yeah, there's a there's a peak after the peak. It's right. like a mountain range. Right. Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah, man. I remember like. It was just so inspiring to hear, like, it, just, like, I was just in awe, like, when you were talking about how 
like, yeah, your buddy D just gave you that that hat and was just like, do your fucking thing, man. Like that because you know, like very expensive piece. And of then equipment. it's based off of that, and it's based off of what he did for me, like. We've actually been doing that for other people too, man. You know, uh, donating equipment for other people, man. We've donated like three or four pieces of equipment already, man. You know, um, donated the NPC Touch to um, Super Super Eagle Beats. Donated um, a few items like the NPC Element and the and the uh, Kai Fire to uh, mm -hmm. Tune. You know, and just doing stuff like that, and then. My young boy, Sphinx, Sphinx the God, just donated a whole Pioneer DJ controller to his buddy for his yeah. birthday. Man. So, you know, it's all about helping helping others too, man. And, you know, uh, it's something that we do, man. You know, uh, somebody did that for me. Like, my thing is, whatever kind of blessings I get, I want to share those blessings, you know. I ain't one of them people who want to hold on to all the blessings, don't want to. Right. You know, somebody else to, to you know what I mean, shine off of, you know, I ain't, I ain't one yeah. of them people, so. Amen. Yeah, that goes back to uh, what we were saying before we started recording. Like, that's part of being in the scene is, like, uplifting each other, you know, giving, yeah. opening, and opening the door for someone else to succeed based on yeah. your own success. You know, you got a lot of selfish people out here, you know what I'm saying? They all about they selfish, me, 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 this, this, this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I've been... I know, yeah. Like I, um, I've been seeing a lot of shit going on in the scene in the last year, and like, yeah, yeah people, people fuck each other over for their personal gain, and right. that's what sets our scene back. And um, you know, we, there's no time for that right now. You know, there's right, no right. time for people that are gonna take advantage of each other. But people having people like you and your your friends that you know donate pieces of equipment that you know, have been, you know, really, like, sort of, like, the, the, like, the gem of, like, the art you make, you know, is, like, that's, like, the most selfless thing you can do for somebody else who has those dreams, you yeah, know, man, like, you've, so you just kind of started doing that, uh, the, like, the live, like, beat drumming, like, that came out a few, a few months after I got out. A few months after I got in jail, I started doing that. Um, I don't know, I just tried it out. It's like, that. I know how to do this, you know? I was looking at, you know, videos from Trizzy, Jay Black, Lisa Vasquez, David Hines, David Fingers Hines, you know what I'm saying? Arab Music, of course, he's the godfather. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A whole bunch of people, man, just, you know, we're watching them, like, man, that's fire, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do that shit. I found out I knew how to do that shit, like, yeah. oh, snap. And I practiced a little bit more, learned, learned a couple more techniques. It was easy for me to make the transition because I've been playing drums since forever. Yeah. So it was cool. So, uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. For sure, dude. Yeah, man. This whole year's been crazy, man. Like, it's one of those things, like, you know. Well, like I said, I don't ever want to get too comfortable with, you know, now it's like two, 2020 is approaching. Main thing is, okay, how can I get even busier? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With other bigger moves and you know, bigger th you know, bigger things and you know what I mean? Bigger shows, bigger battles, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, wherever your travels taking you this year? Detroit, St. Louis, Las Vegas, 
Atlanta twice. Nice. Um, Detroit twice. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I was supposed to go to a couple other places. I was supposed to go back to Las Vegas next month, but nah. There's a couple other joints I was supposed to do, but. Sure. You know. Uh, You'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there. The money, man, the money, man. Yeah. The money was funny. The money wasn't right. Yeah. It never is for me either. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. The money wasn't right. They wasn't, they wasn't talking the right, the right stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, what's been, as in the places you've been so far, like, I guess, like, uh, you know, I guess, like, what have you been learning being in other scenes, being in other cities? Like, is there any place that's been kind of, like, your favorite, a place that particularly stuck out to you that you really liked? Atlanta. Atlanta stuck out like a mug, man. I've been there twice already this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, at, yeah. ATL, the truth, man. Yeah, yeah. When I was out there for the uh, for the um, for the, um, A3C joint, that was crazy. That was crazy right there. But yeah, ATL definitely um, show a lot of love. Everywhere I go, show love. Though St. Louis, Vegas, no, no, it's a lot of love. Vegas was smooth, just hot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've been to Vegas. And I was there for a couple of days. I didn't really do much, but, you know, go to my battle that I had out, 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 out there, but it was hot. Vegas was all right, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't really what everybody be all geeked up about. Because I don't, I didn't go to no casinos or do nothing, really. It was too yeah. hot. I stayed in the hotel in front of the AC. Only thing I did was walk down the street to the little weed dispensary. Got me some weed. <laughs> yeah. I did that. You walk up in and just buy that joint, but... Yeah. I ain't do much, but but Atlanta, going out there, with my brother Farrell Farrell C and my brother Coach Coaches, out, out there it was crazy, man. It was it was it was lovely, man. I bumped into a few other people from Milwaukee. Bumped into Burnham out there. I bumped into Joshua, man, from uh, Do You Desire. Bumped into him. You know what I'm saying? Who else? I bumped into a lot of people out there. Crazy. I, I know Mocha goes back and forth. Yeah. Mocha, MK expanded. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was lovely, yo. I had a good time out there in Atlanta. I damn near didn't want to leave, man. <laughs> I didn't want to leave. I wanted to stay there. Yeah. That's what people have been saying. People really gravitate towards Atlanta these days. Yeah. Like speaking musically. So tell me about the music you're working on now. Um, working on my album. Working on, I'm working on a production album where I'm just producing the records and not rapping over it. Working on that, um, the Pad Masters uh, beat tape we got coming out the Milwaukee Pad Masters beat tape. That's gonna be fire. And just um, just doing music with certain artists from the from the city. I got I got a couple su- 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 surprise features. I got a few features cast to be like, damn, how he get doing on the song? So. I ain't gonna say too much of that, but yeah, just music, just coming out with music, pumping up music. I'm gonna take a break from the beat battles for now until next year, when the National Beat Battle Association season starts in August. Milwaukee Pad Masters will be in the building. We going up against six other teams across the country. Nice. We got three home games and three away games. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we looking forward to that. So I'm going to chill on the beat battle stuff. Probably do one beat battle next year. I might do the one in St. Louis. I'm not sure. 
But uh, other than that, oh, and then um, also might be going on tour sometime next year too. I'm not sure exactly when, but um, it's, it's a lot of stuff going on, man. I'm just trying to plan everything out. I'm getting my passport soon, so. Nice. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's like, you know, how let's have another interview five, six months from now. And then, you know, yeah. mean, a lot of stuff that I'm talking about now. I'll be like, oh yeah, you said that, that you yeah. know, right? Now, and then, now you did it. It's just right now, just a lot of, it's like, a lot of stuff is just beginning, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, a lot of opportunities are presenting themselves to me right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, some opportunities, you know, don't work. You know, I had an opportunity to play for the drum line for the Bucks, you know, it didn't work out, you know what I'm saying? It's cool, you know, but um, other opportunities are coming up. So I'm just trying to, Balance everything, man. I got the store out now, the Blackout Apparel Store dot com. I got some Blackout Apparel. I got some Pad Masters joints, joints up on there. I got some watches. I got chains. I got, I got shoes. You get some Air Air Maxes from there. I, I got, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on, man. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. So yeah, I'm also hiring. I'm hiring writers, blog writers, I'm hiring videographers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm hiring somebody to run stores, online stores and all that stuff, man. I'm, I'm hiring, I'm hiring, and, yeah. and we pay, you know what I'm saying? This dude's uh, got his whole LLC. Uh, I got a couple of them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got a couple of them. See, that stuff I don't, see, y'all don't know about my business yeah. game right there, but no, like, I'm definitely looking for help, you know what I'm saying? So if anybody watching and they looking for like a little uh, project gig, you know what I'm saying? Definitely hit me up. For sure, man. Yep. You heard the man. Apply. Um, what advice would you give to an artist getting started out, not really knowing the industry, not really knowing like, you know, what they're doing out like that, that they want to make music they want to grow they want to like see this as like a reality for themselves like i mean you've been doing this for a really long time and you've been in the city your whole life like what's like some of the best advice you could give to like someone who's young just getting started out and really just like wants to like has a dream of doing something that like what you do make good music Study. Study the game. That's it. Study the game and and the knowledge that you acquire just you know, use it. You know what I'm saying? Study. Always study. Learn. Learn from people's success, learn from people's failures. Learn from your own success. Learn from your own failures. But um the main thing you gotta get up off your ass, man. You gotta get up off your ass, you gotta invest. In your, you gotta invest in your talent. You know, that's the main thing: is investing in your talent and really taking risks. You know, a lot of cats be looking for deals and steals, on wheels. You know, like stop shortchanging your career. Invest that bread. Somebody trying to charge three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars for a video, pay that. Don't try to skip steps and and fuck with somebody that's only charging you 50 bucks. You're gonna get what you pay for, for one. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Try to look for the best quality, you know what I'm saying? Make sure your music is at the best quality it can get as much as possible. Um, and, you know, just make sure the music is good on top of that. But the music got to be good. The work ethic got to be there. Don't just be sitting on music and all that other stuff. Just, you know, if you got some music, put that shit out. You know, make sure it's banging. That's it. And just don't... And, don't don't give up. You might not get the results you want right away. A lot of times in music, starting off, you're gonna do a lot of investing. You ain't gonna get no ROI right away. It's not it's not a fast come up. Mm -hmm. So a lot of stuff you gotta invest, invest, and invest until you know you get your name out there to the point where you can put a price tag on your skills and put a price tag on your name. Right now. If you're coming up, some people might be paying just for your skills. But then when you get big, you get a little name out there, they paying for your skills. Not only are they paying for that, they paying for the name. I wish they're, you know, they know by having you upon a project is going to get them more views or whatever the case may be. But you got to work your way up to that. You know what I'm saying? So that's really cut and dry, man. The, the best thing I can tell anybody, man, is work hard, man. Don't be lazy. You know, and break bread, man. Like, stop being El Cheapo. Yeah. A lot of y'all rappers is cheap as fuck, man. Word up, man. Stop being cheap, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all spending, like, come on, man. I better not hear you talk about we got on the Versace belt, man. Everybody help each Everybody help each, help each other, man. Like, don't try to shortchange nobody or whatever. You know, if you can... You could pay full price for a pair of Jordans, man. You could pay somebody full price for whatever they're trying to sell you, man. You mean going to Full Lock? You'd be like, man, oh, damn, damn, bro, they cost 190, bro. I got 120. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know they don't do that. So, right. Stop doing that, man. Y'all, come on, man. Stop doing that. And producers, stop charging ten dollars for beats, man. I know I was there before. I did that before too. But we gotta stop that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah for sure. That's true. Um, that's real shit. Everything you just said, man. Like, yeah. dude, like, now stop fucking each other over. That goes for anywhere. Stop fucking each other over to gain for yourself. Another thing too, man, Cass, like, look, man, there's no disrespect, man. I know people be trying to book me for shows and stuff like that, man, and it's all love. But, man, people be trying to get paid, man, and it's like, it's only so much longer you can be like, oh, this to get your name out here. Like, I can get my name out there, bro. Like, if I'm a performer, then I'm bringing, and the way I perform is different now. I got the NPC and I'm rapping, bro. Uh, you know, we need some money. I think every artist in Milwaukee should have a minimum pay of like a hundred dollars for a show, man. Minimum, man. You book anybody, man. That's come on, man. Cause you know you people don't mind paying the DJ. You know what I'm saying? To press a couple buttons that night. <clears throat> you shouldn't mind, you know, paying an artist to have like a thirty-minute set, like spitting their shit. Like, come on, man. Hundred dollars, man. All the promoters out there, man, start paying these. Come on, man. Yeah. Especially if you're charging at the door. You charging at the door, making money. You ain't giving the artists none. And that's that's the problem with like putting a whole bunch of like EBC certain flyers, even like a hundred rappers on there. Yeah. 
Nah, man, get like three acts. So you can have enough money. Come on, man. Like, I don't know. The way I the way I do things is a little different. That's why I'm positioning myself to do some of these things. Because I don't want to make it seem like I'm just some guy just complaining about certain stuff and not doing nothing right. about it. So I'm putting myself in a position to where I can have these kind of shows. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because the way I would do it is is, is, is game changing. And I think we need to have a whole different approach on how people book these artists, man. Like, I, I can't stand to see an artist like, you know, that's why these battle rappers is doing their things. Battle rappers, they, they getting paid. Rather it be a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars, or a couple of G's. You know? So, I'm just saying. Shout out to the battle rappers out there, man. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Keep doing it. Keep doing that. Yeah, man. Dude, yeah, like, I think one of the, one of the biggest things, like, I've observed and I every day like kind of remind myself of this because you know I'm no I'm no exception to self doubt or to you know depression or anxiety. No doubt. You know like I I think trusting the process is like definitely like one of the biggest things. And you were touching on it for sure, talking about like don't give up. Yeah. Because like. You know, things don't happen nearly as quickly as people think they do. You know, like, this whole past year has been so transformative because I wasn't ready to do a lot of the things I thought I was going to be ready to do at certain points. I thought Mm -hmm. things were going to happen a lot faster. But this past year has been some tremendous growth just from, you know, taking it day by day, living in the present, just meeting people and just knowing my place, knowing when to talk and when not to talk, mm-hmm. knowing to just stay in my lane when, you know, it's like, when I know something and feel comfortable doing something, I'm going to do it. Right. But if I don't, or if I'm not there yet, then I won't. And I'll wait until I do. Right. You know? People just want instant gratification <coughs> a ton. Yep. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things, like, I, I can add to... Definitely apply a lot of the things you're saying for sure. But yeah, man, like, don't give up because, like, you know, this is all going to work out. It's all going to make sense to all of us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, man, but much love for all the things you do, bro. I think Thank that you. you are a real true inspiration in this scene uh, for a lot of artists out here, man. They need somebody like you. No doubt, no doubt. I'm trying, I'm trying to do my part, man. <laughs> trying yeah. to do my part, man. You bet. You ready to close out? Oh, here we can. Yo, shout out to uh, shout out to everybody, man. Out there in the middle doing their thing, man. Make making some noise, man. Y'all know there's a lot of us out there. Y'all know who y'all are. Shout out to um, Blackout, man. Shout out to my guy, the the Demero. Shout out to Sphinx, Sphinx of God. Shout out to my Pat Masters teammates you know what i'm saying you know shout out to my fan friends shout out to everybody man we here make make sure y'all be on the lookout for all the new music coming out add me on spotify and all that yeah. itunes and, and apple music and all that i'll be posting the links definitely um so mecca as we close out what i t- uh, what i ask every protest out now protest is out yes um so what i ask everybody as we close out what keeps you up at night 
This? This. That's a good good point. I don't sleep, man. I probably, man, last night I went to sleep at 4.30, 5 in the morning, man. I'll be up, like, either I'm working on music, mixing down some stuff, or working on my website, or just doing some doing some studies. I watch a lot of YouTube tutorials. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's it, man. Like, I don't sleep, man. You got an eight-hour session after this. Yep. Sabine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what puts you to sleep, though? Not going to sleep. <laughs> your body is your body is shut down when it's time, man. That's, yeah. that's pretty much it. That and um, that and baseball. Oh yeah, you, you don't like baseball? It's boring. Uh, not not until the World Series. Fair. That's okay. Not many people seem to be these days. In a PBS, or, <laughs> or you pop in some Bob Ross on Netflix. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout That's, out Bob Ross. Yeah, right? shout out Bob Ross. Shout out the ASMR. <laughs> no doubt. Thanks for being on the show, bro. No, no, thank, thank yeah, you, man. appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Check out Protest out now. Uh, Mecca yes, Malo all's music out everywhere. Suicide Bomber as well. Um, and don't give up. And give stop up. being cheap. Damn it. Spend that bread, man. Spend the bread gonna come back to you you're gonna get more bread thanks for watching mr. nice guy we'll see you next time